Thank you for tuning in to the Hope Community Church Podcast. We're so glad you're here. Hope Community Church, welcome to Wednesday Night Life. We're glad you are with us. Um, just wanted to do a quick pop in and check on how you guys are doing uh, with our summer adventure through the Gospel of Luke. This week we're reading uh, Luke's cha- Luke chapter 1 and 2. Uh, I know that's kind of the Christmas story, but you've kind of heard the old thing. What is it? Christmas in July? Well, it's Christmas in summer. Uh, Matter of fact, uh, when you get right down to it, Jesus was probably, he was probably born in late summer, early fall anyway, so we're kind of close to the time, a lot closer than December when it comes to uh, the birth of Jesus. But uh, that's neither here nor there. The importance is the stories, the reflections, and the things that we're going to see here in Scripture. And you're kind of wondering, you know, why are we doing the book of Luke uh, in the middle of summer? Why are we doing it right now? Well because we need it (laughs) right now in 2020 it has been a heck of a year right um but the amazing thing about luke is one he's he is an outsider uh when it comes to uh a writer of the gospel because he's not one of the original 12 he's not paul uh he's a doctor who has been on the road with paul um, and he has had the opportunity to uh, talk to and interview and hang out with those who did uh, have first-hand knowledge of uh, what Jesus did, hear the stories. He was able to meet all these different people. And it's interesting because you, if you think about that early beginning of the church, uh, as he's telling those stories, he's he's encountering Paul and he's encountering Peter and he's encountering Matthew and Mark and he's hearing these stories. He's encountering Mary Magdalene and the mother of Jesus and uh, Mary and Martha and uh, even Lazarus and you know talking to them and asking questions and hearing these stories. He's he's encountering the folks that first met Jesus and and how their lives were changed and hearing the stories and in all those house churches. And um, what we get from the way that Luke writes things is that Jesus is a champion of the oppressed, that he's a champion of those who feel like there's no hope. He's the champion of the outsider, um, that he's able in any situation move in and disarm uh, barriers that are in front of the heart to get to the value of that person. And so... Um, there's no better time to hear that message than right now in this spot, in this place. And um, it's thought that, that Luke not only uh, you know, wrote the Gospel of Luke and then Acts, and that was probably around in, in uh, AD 66, um, but it's even thought that he was the one that penned um, the letter to the Hebrews and some of the pastoral letters that, uh, not that he's the author of them, but Paul recited them to Luke uh, so he could write them down when, when Paul was in prison. So he has, Luke, Dr. Luke has a big part to play uh, in uh, a lot of the understanding and the teachings that we have of Jesus. And so 
it's important uh, that we take some time and, and look through just what uh, Luke is trying to show to us. I love what it says in um, the message translation and like the little introduction to Luke. Uh, the last half of the last paragraph there, it says, Luke is a most vigorous champion of the outsider, an outsider himself, the only Gentile in all Jewish and then all Jewish cast of the New Testament writers. He shows how Jesus includes those who typically were treated as outsiders by the religious establishment of the day. Women, common laborers, shepherders, and the radically different, the Samaritans, the poor. Uh, he he uh, will not allow religion to be a club in his, in his writing. As Luke tells the story, all of us who have found ourselves on the outside looking in on life with no hope of gaining entrance, and, and who of us hasn't felt like that, now find the doors wide open and found welcome by God in Jesus. Jesus shows us that the Father's always welcomed us. He's always valued us. And, and that's the message that we see here uh, through Dr. Luke's writing. And um, if I could, let's just, so we can, I'll help you out in your reading a little bit. We'll, we'll read uh, a couple scriptures here in chapter 1. We'll just start with verse 1. Um, Luke 1 1 so many others have tried their hand at putting together a story of the wonderful harvest of scripture and history that took place among us using reports handed down by the original eyewitnesses who serve who serve this word with their very lives since I have investigated all the reports in close detail starting from the story's beginning I decided to write it all out for you most honorable Theophilus so you can know beyond the shadow of a doubt the, re, the, reali, the, the reliability of what you were taught. Okay? So that's the first four verses there. You might be wondering, you know, who is the Honorable Theophilus? I think that's how you pronounce it. I could be wrong. That's how I'm going to pronounce it. Um, there's all kinds of thoughts. Um, but when you understand that Luke is a Gentile, and he's writing these things... More than likely, and this is just my thought, more than likely, he's writing to a friend, another Gentile, um, at home. Maybe somebody that he went to uh, medical school with, maybe a family member, maybe someone who has now has a house church from where Luke is from. Uh, we don't really know. Uh, but it's interesting that he would write his friend. Uh, these, two, these two books about the life of Jesus and the beginnings of the church. And so it's almost like he's sending home, or sending, sending to his good friend, more than likely a pastor or someone who has a house church, these stories of acceptance, these stories of the Father sees you as valuable. These, I mean, just think about it. He's sending them the stories of Zacchaeus. He's sending them the stories of Mary Magdalene. He's sending them the stories of, of the, the early disciples. Who, you know, all of them felt so far away from so far away from anything that God was trying to introduce into history and then here comes Jesus I mean even the encounter with with Peter for the for the first time and and they reel in those fish and he sees all of it and he's like I'm not even worthy of your presence Jesus and it's more than they just caught a whole bunch of fish it's the fact that the Roman Empire taxed these people so much that they 
were oppressing people so much and that if you didn't have the money to pay your taxes, then they would take your life and put you in servitude or take your family, take your wife, take your, take your grandmother, take your mother-in-law. I mean, and, and literally make them slaves. Um, we realize that there are so many characters in these stories that, that fit into our narrative now that we can learn from and glean from and see that um, the Father values all, loves all. You know, even if we look into what's happening right now, and just in our culture, in our in our own country, there is just so there's almost like a cultural um, earthquake happening, and we hear the cries of the oppressed and the and the broken, and and, and it, it might be so hard to put that time and and how you can see the gospels and and like how can you how can you take the good news that are here in the gospels and then apply them in so much turmoil and things are happening now but you have to understand jesus showed up in a time frame where a lot of things that were happening now are happening then you have the jews that were oppressed you have the jews who were uh taxed over the top uh, you had uh, uh the poor the broken uh, the outcast um, you know there were uprisings and revolts and and riots there are all kinds of stuff happening when Jesus showed up I mean that's why when when Jesus would gather a large crowd and it started to bother some folks and and uh, the religious leaders would get upset is because there are so many times in the past a religious leader would come up and stir up the people and there would be a riot or there would be you know a, a, a protest that would turn violent and and so they were like we got to stop this and and the Romans were the same way they were like we got to we got to put an end to this we got to stop it and Honestly, when it comes time for the uh, for the the crucifixion of Jesus, the very some of the things that they were accusing him of was one of starting a riot, was one of starting a protest, was one of starting a revolution, starting turmoil because there was all kinds of oppression and everything else happening. They were looking for a king to come and and uh, make war and set them free, but here he came on a donkey, bringing peace. So. Uh, there's so many things here in Luke that we can apply to right here, right now, in the midst of this, and show that, yes, the good news, the gospel, actually works. And so, so, so many people have been asking me, um, I hear it all the time on Facebook, on, on, on Twitter, they'll ask me these questions, like, Pastor Mick, like, we see you posting stuff, um, we, we hear you uh, bringing up stuff and, and, and writing things about Black Lives Matter and, and you're constantly bringing up uh, about our black brothers and sisters being oppressed and we need to stand with them. And like, you know, it just seems like you're talking a lot about that. Well, the reason why I'm talking a lot about that is because it's our family. Our family is hurting. And Jesus spoke out. Jesus' heart was for those that were sick and hurting. And so he reached out and he brought good news. I mean, what did he do when he came out of the wilderness? He made that declaration, right? What did he come to do? To set captives free, to proclaim uh, liberty to the oppressed. 
to, to open the eyes of the blind, right? Well, right now that we have so many that are oppressed and hurting around us, and they need to hear the good news. And sometimes that good news is, is listening. Sometimes that good news is, is a hug. Sometimes that good news is just, I'm with you, and I'm standing with you. And so, this book, Luke, fits in with what we're, what is happening right now. And I told you the adventure for us is to apply the good news in real life scenarios. That's our adventure. We are going to learn from Dr. Luke how we do this. How we apply what Jesus was teaching, what Jesus did, how he showed us the Father, all that good news. How that actually applies to right here, right now. And how it works. So thank you know. Just, so thank you guys for going on this trip with us. Uh, uh, you know, it's the middle of the week. You still got plenty of time to dig into chapters one and two. I'm excited about what we're going to talk about on Sunday. Man, it's going to be so good. We're going to talk about hope in the midst of chaos. <clears throat> it's going to be awesome. So. Read, read, read your two chapters. Come in and hang out with us uh, this Sunday at 10.30. And uh, I'm going to include uh, a little video after this. Uh, it's like a little trailer for um, the show The Chosen, which we are looking at doing watch-alongs or watch parties together online. Uh, we're going to set the, the, the uh, episode one up soon, and I'll give you some more details on that, hopefully Sunday. Um, but uh, I, I want to show a little trailer so you can just catch a glimpse and 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 hopefully what it's going to do in us is we're going to we're, we're going to be reading through the book of Luke. We're going to be reading the Gospels, but also we're going to be able to uh, through this series see it with our eyes and hear it with our ears, and hopefully that'll cause an explosion in us because um, I think we've learned enough. We we know enough that there's something about when something from a page. Uh, can be seen and heard, it, it, it brings uh, more depth and feeling uh, and causes things to get rooted. It's, it's why we like uh, getting those Bible cartoons for our kids and letting them watch it. Um, and, and when things are acted out and dramatized, it, it, it causes us to remember and, and reminds ourselves of these things. And so hopefully it'll spark some stuff in us uh, and show us you know, just the heart of Jesus in these moments. So anyway, thank you guys for tuning in tonight. Uh, Wednesday Night Life, hopefully uh, uh, we charged you up a little bit and uh, you'll dig into those first two chapters with us in Luke. All right, thank you guys. We will see you Sunday, 10.30 a.m. right here on Facebook Live. I'm going to tell everyone. I was counting on it. <laughs> My son, they've run out of wine. Mother, my time has not yet come. If not now, when? <laughs> I'm ready, Father. It has begun. What has? Miracles. Signs and wonders. Fear not. 
For I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You have experienced a miracle, Mary. I saw him. It was incredible. Our Father. Our Father. Who art in heaven. Who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be thy name. The man has a following. He's a rogue who answers to no one. You asked me before if I knew his name. Now everyone knows his name. And I fear for his safety. Throw this down for a catch. Do you think that impossible things can happen? That overturn the laws of nature? <laughs> that cannot be explained. Matthew, son of Alpheus. Yes. This is different. Get used to different. My whole life. I have wondered if I would see this day. Follow me, Nicodemus, and you'll see more. God loves the world in this way, that he gave his only son. I'm going to tell everyone. <laughs> I was counting on it. Anything is possible. Don't you see? Let's go. I was one way, and now I am completely different. And the thing that happened in between was him. Hey, thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, check out our webpage. It's wearehopecommunity.com. Peruse some of the things that we got going on there. There's a blog, some more media. Um, there's a place to give if you would like to. Um, you can check out some other services that we have got. Um, but more importantly, we'd love to hear from you. And there's a place where you can just write a question, shoot us an email, whatever. We'd love to hear from you. You can also check out our Facebook page and our Instagram. Uh, you can connect to us, connect with us through those as well. But thank you so much for tuning in today. And remember that you are valuable beyond measure.